This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 34, Fruit of the Spirit, Meekness. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash meekness. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. to the psalms to god podcast we are doing the fruit of the spirit series again and this time we're talking about meekness and i have a friend with me dj <laughs> is here um i met dj i think i met dj at church i might have met dj at a potluck i'm not really sure but we go to the same church <laughs> and so i asked him to come on and help me talk about meekness um neither one of us know what we're talking about but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> Not even the least bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, before I go into the definitions that I found, mm-hmm. what do you think about when you hear me? the word meekness? Meekness. Mm. Meek Mills, you said? Meekness? <laughs> <laughs> Not meek Mills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> meekness. Mm. Uh, first, first thought, I think about somebody shy. Hmm shy shy reserved like to themselves meek that's what i think about when i hear that i could see that yeah i typically think of people that are i don't know like passive yeah just like really passive Like, like super passive yeah like like i don't have anything to say like i could walk up and like push you and, and you, you let, just you, you just gonna let me push, me push you, you. Wow. yeah yeah that sounds horrible but it is what it is yeah yeah so i looked it up and it's actually really funny because the different translations of the bible mm-hmm. use very different words in this particular place or in this particular verse so right. the fruit of the spirit is in galatians 5 verses 22 and 23 mm-hmm. and some translations use the word gentleness some use meekness and some use humility and it's interesting because the translations that use meekness still have gentleness in the list Mm -hmm. but it's for a different word and that word is usually translated as kindness in the ones that use gentleness where this word meekness is it's that's really interesting. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, so I looked up the Greek and the Hebrew words mm-hmm. from the original translation, and they all say like mildness, gentleness, meekness, humbleness, things like that. And I was like, So you're telling me that uh, I've been meek all this time and I didn't know it? Sure. <laughs> That sounds just like me. I don't, 
that's not okay. Like. Now you guys know why I called him to be on the podcast because he <laughs> is meek and humble. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm thankful that we live in 2019, and unlike back in the day when they had to memorize everything. Uh, we now have technology and we can control F and find all the occurrences of meekness or humble or gentle or whatever we want to in the Bible and look for examples that way. I did that and I started looking up examples of meekness and, um, you know, having some thoughts about it. So obviously the most famous verse that I found is from Matthew Chapter 5, verse 5. Blessed, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Yes, yes. So whatever meek is, you want to be meek because those are the ones that are going to inherit the earth. Right. I'm trying to have the inheritance. Yes. Because um, if you don't inherit the earth, that means you did. And, and we ain't trying to... I'm not trying to be dead. We ain't trying to be dead. No. Yeah. So I was like, we need to find out what this is. So I looked it up again, uh-huh. and I found it in Numbers. Chapter 12, verse 3, as a description of Moses. So it says, Moses was very meek. And it's interesting because if you read the context around the verse, Uh this is when his brother and sister were giving him grief about being married to an Ethiopian woman. Uh And the next statement is, Moses was very meek. And then it goes and says that like God punished his brother and sister. And I think... Like, I never really paid it attention before, Mm -hmm. but when I went back and read it, especially after I read some of the other verses that we'll talk about, I think what it was saying is that, like, they were clowning Moses or getting at him, and he didn't say anything. He just, like, he just kind of took it. He he wasn't, like, he didn't try to take it into his own hands. Right, right. He just kind of absorbed it. Yeah. And, I mean, they gave him a few shots, and he... He was just like, eh. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to retaliate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I can oh, see that. okay. Made me think of Moses a little little differently. A little differently? Yeah, because when you think about Moses, you think of think, leader. You think yeah, of I think staff, like staff like, and like. Thou shalt not. Yeah. This and that. And okay. But yeah. It's like. Describing Moses as meek is like, hmm. I never saw him in that light. I never thought of him in that light. Right. And I, I thought it was interesting. Like. I'm not trying to be petty, but you know, <laughs> Moses didn't exactly grow up with his siblings because he was being raised by That's the true. pharaoh. And so I feel like that would have been the moment I'd be like, you ain't even really my brother. How you go tell me something? Like, Ooh. I mean, it's, it's, it's a low blow. It's a really low blow? But I feel like I could see when you push the right buttons, uh-huh. I could see that being somebody's like yeah, gut that's, reaction. It's like you... Like, how are you going to tell me how to live my life and you ain't been there for me? Oh, man, that is really tough. That's really tough. Because ultimately, he is your brother. He is. I mean, Technically, you... everybody is our brother in Christ. Right. Or sister. We, yeah. Uh, we're not going that route. <laughs> <laughs> but he is like your, bro- your brother, blood. blood. Brother. Yeah. And... Well, after finding out about this, I might have a new respect for Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Just to think about it. Because I feel I'm like... I'm just hearing about this at this very second. So. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like with siblings, I'm like, like I said, I'm not trying to be petty, but y'all know every, like, you just have those moments where you just, 
you just you just want to <laughs> you know and um, things be coming out you know <laughs> yeah and i'm I just a, saying i feel like that's one of those moments where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some things would come out yeah i love my brother and sister and all but at the same time they're your brother and your sister yeah so we we have uh we know those feelings that can come about yeah so i thought i was like okay okay um and then, of course, another person that is described as meek is Jesus, which yeah, yeah. I don't think that comes as a surprise That's to anybody. That's not a surprise at all. Um, I thought it was interesting, though, because in Matthew 11, verse 29, um, Jesus basically says, I am lowly and meek, and that's why you should be like me. And it was really interesting because it's kind of counterintuitive to what we think today. It's like, yo, I have all this. Um, like famous i have money i have this i have that that's why you should be like me usually we're not trying to be like the lowly person which was wow you you're really sitting here making me think i, I didn't think i was coming for a, a prayer session <laughs> or a, a sermon but i'm sitting here thinking like wow yeah jesus was he was meek obviously that's not a surprise yeah. to, to either of us but who, who wants to be meek? Yeah, but it was interesting because, like, of all the things that he could have said, like, he could have been like, I created you. You should follow me. Yeah. Or, like, I created everything. Yeah. Or, like, I am all powerful. But he was mm-hmm. like, I am lowly and meek, and you should be like me. And I was like, all the traits. Huh. That's the one he chose to, like, highlight. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, we, we serve an amazing God, and, uh, it never ceases to amaze me how he always had like a rebuttal some a rebuttal for whatever someone said yeah that wasn't that wasn't something that you would think he would say yeah you know what i mean yeah it's like it was true it was direct Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like not something that you would really expect yeah especially not not today yeah you right you right yeah yeah Yeah. there were a couple of verses so there are a lot of verses i'm gonna list some in the show notes because i can't quote them all um but the one that hit me the most that actually i guess was giving a definition of what meekness is Mm -hmm. is titus chapter 3 verse 2 um it basically says that you don't fight it says like there's no brawling no fighting, that you speak no evil, and you be gentle. Titus chapter 3, verse 2. Yes. I want to take a look at it really quick. Let's take a look at it. I might even quote it. If I can read it. All right. Oh, you can oh, read look, it. Look, I, I, have, uh, I have the verse under it, underlined, or oh. highlighted. Okay, so we'll start from verse 1. All right. To give some context. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and always to be gentle toward everyone. Hmm. Yes. Wow. And I was like, okay, okay. To do whatever is good, to slander no one, and to be peaceable, and considered and always to be gentle toward everyone yeah i've been meek my whole life i mean yeah 
I'm glad one of us has. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think, you know, most people, I think they can handle, like, not slandering people. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe sometimes people do it unintentionally or yeah. you just feeling a little petty or something. But most of the time, we're not just out here slandering people. Right, right. I hope. I, I would hope not. But, like, fighting, I don't think they just mean fist fighting. No, no, no. And so... Like arguing, let's be real, y'all. If you've ever gone to a church, it'd be especially if you went to like a board meeting or something, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it'd be some fighting, uh, some words said. It's really hard, like to not do to those not things. yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah, I do that sometimes. I do that, uh, a lot of times. I I've I've grown up a lot, um, in this past year and a half or so. I don't I don't really get into as much arguments as as I normally would have or mm-hmm. even debates. So I can say since I've been in the word, uh, my meekness has grown. increased. That's, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing with the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. The closer you get to God, the more you bear fruit. The fruit, yeah. And yeah. we shall know them, right? By right. See, this is why I got him to come talk. <laughs> But yeah, like, um, there was another verse that went on in the same vein. It was like, um, not re not reacting in light manner, but reacting in godliness. Ooh. And girl, you preaching right now, girl. That hit me. Cause I feel like I'm, so I used to have a short temper and mm-hmm. I used to be real quick. Little old you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I used to be real quick to let people know exactly what I was thinking Mm -hmm. and I got a lot better, but I still have this tendency to reflect whatever attitude is brought to me. So like, if you, like, if you're getting upset with me, it's like, I got mad that you're mad. Yeah. I'm mad because you're mad. Yeah. I'm going to give you what you're giving me. And that's something I've been trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Like, remind myself, just because they're mad doesn't mean you have to be mad. Like, now it's your responsibility to, like, de-escalate situation. the situation and to stay calm. And, you know, I've succeeded, like, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. Yeah. But occasionally I succeed. And it's funny that you say that um, because it happens a lot. Happens yeah. a lot, right? To, to to each of us. Uh I personally always try to think think before I do anything. Okay. Um Shaylee <laughs> Shaylee is getting kinda spicy with me. Um should I get spicy with her? Like should I get defensive and combat her or should I suck it up and be a Christian and exude what jesus would want us to exude if someone's giving us um if they're coming at us in a particular way so yeah yeah it takes a minute sometimes i have to stop and pray it's definitely not gonna be easy it's not something that just comes to you i'm not even gonna lie a lot of times it's more like i have to text somebody else and be like pray for me Mm. because you be in that moment like you can't even really yeah yeah you would like uh I need you help. Ever, you ever you ever get into that situation where like you think you're good, you think you're you've been progressing in your spiritual life and okay, I'm good. Like uh, I don't get mad as much. Um 
I be with Jesus, you know what I mean? Jesus be rocking with me. Um, I pray. And then somebody comes and says something or does something to you and you lose everything. You forgot you were even a Christian. Like, has that ever happened to you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, who? You just yes. tried? You said that to me? I, um, yeah. Luckily, the last time that happened to me, I was on the phone with my dad mm -hmm. and he talked some sense into me. Okay. Because I was, yeah. Because you was, you was fire hot. I may, I may have, I may have jumped out of my car. <laughs> Hold on. What? You jumped out of your car? I may, I may have been yelling at the person behind me. Wow. And I may have opened the door Are and you? my dad may have reminded me that I'm only 5'3 and I need to get back in my car before I get killed. <laughs> I'm just happy that you have a father <laughs> who talks sense into you. Otherwise, we would not be having this conversation right now. But it was so bad because like literally, I mean, okay, so what happened is they were trying to tailgate into the apartment complex. Oh. And I was waiting for the gate. The gates at my at my place are really slow. So I was waiting for the gate to open and they started honking at me. And I'm like, you don't even live here. How you go like you're not even supposed to come in the gate. And so I got mad because they kept honking at me and I was like You were living. Like yes. And I was like, How dare you? Like you you ain't even supposed to be doing this. And so I, like, I don't know, something just came over me. Uh -huh. I put my car in park. I was like, you can't get in. And I was opening the door and I was like, I will snatch you out of this car. Was it a woman or a man? That's <laughs> what the, I want to ask. So at the time, I was unsure because they were behind me. Because you didn't care. I didn't care. And my dad is like, who are you going to snatch? He was like, it better be a child. Right. And I was like, look here. And he could hear like the honking and stuff. And he's like, Sheree, if you don't get in your car and go to your house and mind your business. Yeah. And so like, you know, I got in the car and by the time I got to my driveway, I just felt like by that time I remembered that I was supposed <laughs> to be a Christian. And I'm like, so I don't think that's how Jesus would have done that <laughs> at all. Oh, man. That's... I feel like Jesus would have waved and been like, have a blessed day. You know what's so <laughs> funny about that? I had a similar situation. I had a very similar situation. I was coming from church one day. Fresh. Church. Fresh out of church. It's like still had the Holy Spirit like, mm -hmm. <laughs> glowing, right? So I get to, we're going to a potluck. Oh, we celebrating somebody's birthday. I don't remember. It was, was it Nikita? We had a cake for her and everything. Oh. Yes, we had yeah. a cake for Nikita. So, heading to, coming from church, going to the potluck. So, I pull up to the gate and I'm like, oh, I'm already late. This cake is melting. I just want to get inside so that, you know, we can surprise her. And yeah. um, I'm doing a good deed. I'm being a Christian. Like, this is, this is Saturday. It's always when and, you're doing good. Right. Yeah. It's always when you're doing good. The devil wants to the come get come you. The devil come for you. So, I was aware that he was coming for me, though. So, but uh, I, I may have had some faults in this because I was waiting. <sighs> I was waiting for the lady in front of me so I could tailgate her. 
was waiting for her so I could tailgate her. So the gate goes up, so I'm trying to hurry up and, and get go before the gate comes down. When I tell you this lady stopped in front of me, just like you, just like you did. <laughs> but I, I already got under the gate to the point where the gate would not close on the car. Yeah. And she was like, and I'm just waiting for her. I'm just waiting because you eventually have to move. Do you not want to go home? Are you not going to your house? And she got out the car or something. You can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Da -da -da. I'll call the police. And I was like, Ooh. I was like, ma'am, I'm, I'm supposed to be here. I'm, I'm here for a party. Um, I just didn't want to take the time to call the person I was, um, that I was about to call. And you can call the police. I'll, I'll be I'll be waiting right here. It, it, it doesn't matter to me. And she literally sat there for like five minutes. Oh my goodness. And I I was like, oh, I, I got gas. I can wait here all day. I don't know if that was the most Christian thing to say. Yeah. But I sat in the car, rolled up my window, and I was just waiting for her because I could wait it out. Yeah. Do what you want to do. I wait it out. But maybe that wasn't the most Christian thing to do at at that time. But. I don't, I don't know what was really wrong with that. Do you think there was something wrong? Look, I, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm still <laughs> working on this part of my character. I'm, I still got some, some distance to go. Yeah. Um. So, so that was interesting. Yeah. It, it's hard. Like the whole, one of the things as I was reading the verses about meekness was this whole thing about like not retaliating. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, it's hard not to retaliate. Yeah, and I feel like it. Looking back, it's easy to not just be mad. Like for me, like not getting offended or not, like for instance, how she got mad at you. Uh huh. That I'm good with. Like if I look back and it's like you. it, like well, if you're tailgating behind me, like it's fine. I'm like okay, whatever. Like I don't, like I'm not mad that you're tailgating me, but it's. Now you, like, the fact that they honked at me or, like, mm -hmm. she got out of her car mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to, like, confront you, right. that's when I'm, like, who, who, do, you, who do you think you what are? What are you doing? Right. That's, yes. like, something just, like, snaps. Like, because yeah. I've had people, like, y'all, this South Florida, this traffic, and these people driving or what they call say they're doing is driving. So people, like, cut you off. Yeah. I used to get mad that you cut me off. Now I'm to the point, it's like, okay, I'm not mad that you cut me off. It's fine. Like, it's cool. But then, like, they'll look at you sideways. Like, After you not. Cut yeah, you and I'm off. like, but you cut me off. Right. And then I get mad. Because I'm like, how are you going to be mad? What you mad at, buddy? Yeah. And then, like, I was reading, and I was like, oh, I'm not mm -hmm. meek because I'd be reacting. Like, I'm always retaliating and mm -hmm. reacting. Yeah. And it's so hard, like, it's so much harder to, like, catch the reaction. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. And that's why we have to stay in, our, in, um, in the spirit. We have to stay in our word. We have to pray without ceasing, right? Uh, there have been moments where I, I feel like maybe not deserve a pat on the back, but mm. you know what? I think God will be pleased with what you did. Like, yeah. I, I think that because I didn't talk back or... I didn't retaliate as they would have wanted me to. Mm -hmm. So I think there were some instances where I deserve a pat on the back. That's good. I can't name them right now, but... I'll feel you. I'll feel you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, a couple. 
did okay. I had I had somebody say some words to me on Facebook. It's always on. Oh, it's always on social media. These internet thugs. Yeah, and um, I had a, like a whole dialogue with this person, and I I maintained my calmness, and they may have dropped some four letter words. And I did not respond with any four-letter words. And I was just very, very proud of myself. Because I was like, you know, this whole conversation, I was very calm. And like... I think that's one of my best traits, too. I was like, oh, I did a good job. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie. I think because I had time to think about typing out the response, that's why it came out like that. I feel like if I had been having a face-to-face conversation with this person, I'd have just cussed them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd have just been like, how dare you say that? I, I, mean? I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Because it, it, it doesn't, it, it has, it doesn't merit the time yeah. for, for retaliation. So it's like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh. Like reading it, it was like, you, what? Oh, what? Who? what? And, but then like, you have time to catch yourself before you start typing and be like, you know what? Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Something else is wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me just, you know, think about this a minute. So, yeah. So, if I'm ever in a conversation with you and I just start staring at you and I'm not speaking, perhaps I am trying to filter my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and not just... There was a saying. Uh, I just can't remember it right now. It, it had to do with... Um, I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, if he thinks about it later, we'll add it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other things that I saw about meekness was this trait of esteeming others better than yourself. Mm-hmm. So basically, being a better hype man for other people than for you. And I thought that was interesting. Um, I felt like I read that somewhere. In the, within the past weeks or so. Yeah, this is from Philippians. You know, I did a bad job at note taking because I wrote down Philippians. <laughs> you, you guys should see her face right now. <laughs> She's like, ooh, uh, for, uh, um, uh, Philippians. Yeah, that's in Philippians somewhere. I'm sure you could. Google I'll add it, it in the, the show notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it basically says esteem others better than yourself so you're supposed to i guess this is where it comes into like humble like humbling yourself Uh um but it made me think of something really interesting and i'm glad you're here for this perspective because i think we need male and female perspective always on this particular thing so i was reading this and I had some conversations with some of my friends lately, um, and it made me think of the question, what is the difference between having humility and like esteeming others abo- like above yourself and opposed to diminishing yourself? Oh, I think, yeah, that takes, that's going to take a second for me to think about this a lot. Because having humility uh, means that you're not always boasting about yourself. But to, what was the other thing that you said? Diminish. Diminishing yourself. 
diminishing myself. Diminishing myself doesn't mean that I don't think I'm capable. It's just that I'm not going to hype myself up. Uh, I don't know. So See, now, for, you, now you're making me think. So for context, uh-huh. I'm gonna give you some context, and yeah. then you, now you're gonna understand why I said I think we need male and female perspective. Okay. Drop so it. me and my girls were having a conversation. Of we were course. talking about guys and Here ego. Go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we were talking about like as women, sometimes there are things that you may be able to do, but it may it may be better. To let the guy do it. She can barely get this question out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to word it well. Uh-huh. See, I'm thinking before I'm, I'm thinking before I speak. But like, okay, so like for example, um, so like one time I was hanging out with this guy. We were playing video games. He sucked. <laughs> he sucked at these video games. Okay, and like I'm sitting wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. What video game were you playing? Because I need more context. We were playing Mario Kart. Oh, okay. He's just trash. Go ahead. Um, and so, like, the first game, I'm, I just, I wasn't really thinking about it, and I just like crushed him. So we're playing the second round, and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just like totally kill it. And so, but then I was like, but that's no fun. Like, I feel like I you're really good play. at video games and Mario Kart. I am. Um, but this is also where the conversation was coming in. We were all talking. We were talking about just like different things where it may be something that guys are typically thought of as being better, better at. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, yeah, sometimes you'd be bruising people's egos. like. And then I was like, but is that diminishing yourself versus being humble like Mm. like in my opinion Mm -hmm. like for me because i have a phd Mm -hmm. sometimes that can be a little you know people be giving me some looks when i drop that sentence down but like i don't walk around introducing myself like hi i'm dr sheree hughes like i wouldn't do that i feel like dr hughes (laughs) okay doc i feel like that's not humble I'm going to say she's down to earth, even though she's Dr. Hughes. (laughs) But like, but I feel like it would be diminishing to pretend like I don't have a PhD or to be, or to pretend like I'm dumb. Okay. For the sake of like making someone feel better. I agree. You shouldn't do that. Right. To to, to help his ego or to boost him up, um, to diminish yourself. I wouldn't do that at all. I mean, it is what it is. Right. And so, like, I was thinking about that because we do talk about humility, mm-hmm. but we don't really put it in context of, like, this fine line of, like, just being down to earth mm-hmm. versus all of a sudden being, like, pretending like you are not capable or you're mm-hmm. not able to right. do it for the sake of making someone feel good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I used, like, the male-female dynamic because... That's what that's, we can relate to. Yeah, that's what I've seen a lot of. But it doesn't have to be that. It can be, you know, like friendship-wise. It can even be like youth to adult. Because, you know, sometimes you be knowing some things and you don't want to like disrespect the adult by like, you know, cutting in and saying yeah, something. Yeah. Because when, whenever anybody says, I know, I know, I know, 
people don't like to hear that. Yeah, they don't like I'm to hear not, that. Especially when I'm trying to teach you something or um, give you my expertise on something. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know my parents hate that. Yes. I know I don't even like that when I'm trying to teach you. So, oh, yeah, I know, I know. If you if you knew, then you wouldn't need me. Yes. So, <clears throat> humility. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned teaching people stuff. There's also a verse that talks about meekness of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, one of like my favorite things that I discovered in grad school is that the smartest professors I ever had were very aware that they don't know everything. And so like you could say stuff, and instead of looking at you like you were crazy, they'd be like, I have to think about that. I'm not, I don't know. Like, they were, like, really comfortable with saying, I don't know. I think it takes a lot for someone to say, I don't know. Yeah. For you to be vulnerable and to, to say that you don't know something when you're supposedly the expert. Right. At something, so. But it, I feel like that's step one to learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Because, yeah, when you just go in and you're like, I know, I know, I know. Like, how do you, you're not listening. How do you, yeah, you're not listening. You're not open up yourself to... To, to, to actually learning something so. right and you know the whole point is to learn something this is true this is true so yeah i've definitely been trying to apply that also like to reading uh-huh. one of the things like i feel like a lot of things that we're taught are i don't know like you skip details kind of like how everyone's always like oh I don't know what that is. That's thunder. (laughs) Okay, well, that was thunder. That was thunder, guys. That may or may not get edited out. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, like, people always say, like, Noah took the animals on the ark two by two. Mm -hmm. But really, he took the clean animals by sevens. Right. Yeah. You know, and, like... people miss that. Right. Or, like, when I'm talking to people, and they're like, well, Adam and Eve had Cain and Seth and Abel... Who did they marry? And I'm like, it says they had sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gross, but they married their sisters. Right. And like, but when you think about it, it's gross today. Yeah, it's gross today. It wasn't. It was fine back then because their genes were right. in better shape. <laughs> um, they hadn't been eating McDonald's. <laughs> I feel like that's a shot at somebody or something. I used to work for McDonald's, y'all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But like you, you like you miss it, and I feel like every time I go back and read passages in the Bible, mm-hmm. I might have read this passage like fifty thousand times, and you go back and read it and see something new like every time. Yeah, it's it's almost like the Bible is a never-ending book that you can mm-hmm. always read and pick up on something that you didn't see before. Yes, and that's happened to me so many times. Um, I remember when I was reading and studying. I was trying to read the whole Bible. <clears throat> I've yet to do that. <clears throat> it's a big book. Yes. And I, I've read and reread Genesis. And every time I read it, it's like, oh, wow. Something new. Did I miss this? How come I didn't see this? Yeah. So. I learned something new about Genesis just last night. Just last night. Mm-hmm. You want to drop a little something for us? So uh, back to Noah. That's why Noah was on my mind. Mm-hmm. When he comes off the ark... And God makes the covenant with with the rainbow, uh-huh. right? The covenant, my whole life, I've been thinking the covenant was with Noah and mankind, mm-hmm. right? This is a covenant between God 
and man that he's not going to flood the earth again. Right. Right. The covenant is between God and all living creatures. It's not just between him and man. I was like, hmm. and it's like repeated multiple times. It's not like it's just like a flyby sentence where it just says it once. It's maybe like three or four verses and it's repeated in every single verse. Like I'm making this covenant with you and all living creatures. Oh, wow. I was like, wow. See, see, and that's what I'm talking about. I missed that. I missed it. I've read that like a million times and I was like, I never noticed that. I guess they're important too. Wow. I guess. (laughs) I guess they're important too. Yeah, you're right. Learn something new. Man, that's interesting. But I feel like it takes meekness to be able to go back and and reread it, reread, yeah, and, and actually uh, acknowledge that you may have missed something. Yeah. Oh, I, I know Genesis. I know Genesis. I know. I, I know this. Hand. Yeah. I know it. I heard, I know. I know. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have anything. no idea. I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what this book says. Y'all. Yeah, teach me. Every day I want to learn something new. And oh. yeah. And I, I, it's beautiful, but it's also like an eye opener. I was just going to say that. Eye opening for sure. Yeah. Because when I think about this, I'm like, how many times is that what's happening in like a conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I know what's going on in this conversation. Mm hmm. I don't really even know even going, going back to like uh, male and female when they when they converse, um, you may think that we're talking about one thing, yeah, and yeah. we could be talking about something totally different. That so, that happens a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> it does, <laughs> but I think again, humility, yes, meekness, being able to admit that something is like yeah crossed or. Being able to open up and be like, so I I thought something different. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm definitely with you there for sure. He's like, you know, I thought, I mean, I thought that you were taking this angle at it. I didn't know this is what you really meant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or just, yeah, it's, and yeah, it all goes back. I think the beautiful thing as I've been going through the Fruit of the Spirit series, they're all, I feel like they're all interconnected, right? Mm -hmm. In order to be meek and humble, like you have to be patient. You have to be loving. You have to have like some sort of inner peace and all of these other things, self-control. But they all go back to this concept of Jesus being a a servant Mm -hmm. and us being servants because servants are meek. Servants are meek, yeah. Servants are definitely meek because a servant isn't going to talk back to you. Mm. Uh, a servant is going to be patient. A servant is going to be kind, um, gentle. They're going to try to make your experience the best mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. And these are the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. I always think about that song that goes along with this. It's like, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. <laughs> These are the fruits of the spirit, and that's how I. That's how I remember. That's how I. Um, that it stays with me. So. Yeah. Funny story about that song. I did not know that that was a song. Really. But when I went to the mission trip in Belize, uh-huh. 
y'all when i say the holy spirit just be like tying things together so that was their theme for vbs i had no idea because obviously i've been doing this series since january i had no idea that was gonna be the theme i didn't even know i was going on the mission trip until like april and i'm actually really upset about that that you went without us but go ahead oh go ahead no continue continue um (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i ended up teaching vbs and i wasn't supposed to be teaching vbs but when i got there it's like oh we're doing the fruit of the spirit and i was like well look at that i've been studying these i actually know what they are let's let's go um i did not so before i left they told us not to take anything valuable um it's also their rainy it was their like rain season and they kept saying that it might like flood and all of this stuff and they were like yeah bring a trash bag in case you have to just pile some stuff in there and go hiking up the mountain so i i didn't take my notebook because okay i didn't want to lose it yeah I, I took like I got like a notebook from like the Dollar Tree and I wrote all of my notes and stuff there and then transferred it mm. here. Well, um, did you have any other thoughts about meekness that you wanted to bring well, out? What I can say is that I learned a lot about what meekness is mm-hmm. this evening because I came into it not knowing what meekness was <laughs> <laughs> at all. Was not prepared, but I feel like just this alone was just a blessing in itself um just opening your eyes to certain things that you didn't realize um and to remember to be meek yeah be meek that's a great i think that's a great ending point right there so (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining i appreciate you thank you so much for having me it was much very much a delight always And for the listeners, I will see you guys next time.